Hi, I'm Bridget. And I'm Maddie. Welcome to Baddie Breakdowns, where we hang out, have fun, and play games all the way to the end. <laughs> Today, we are doing The Last of Us Part 2, Part 2. So please enjoy the rest of our conversation talking about The Last of Us. Yay, The Last of Us Part 2. Part 2. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Wait, not bye. Enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> We're back in business, baby. <laughs> Just the next morning, we're going to finish our discussion. I will say that it was probably good that I had some time to really ruminate in my feelings because I think I like we both finished it the night before and then immediately woke up to record the podcast. And so I'm glad that I've had like 24 hours for the ending to sit in my body. Yeah. <laughs> before we talk about it. Yeah, no, I think it's good. It also gave me the opportunity to finish the documentary. So, oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Which you were texting about periodically. I was so yeah. emotional watching that thing. Maybe it's worth telling. So, we're, we won't do any sort of formal how it's made, you know, critical reception sections for this. Go check out our last episode on The Last of Us Part Two in order to do that. But maybe it'd be worth, Maddie, if there's anything interesting from the documentary you finished to talk about that real quick yeah I think for me like I got pretty emotional watching it just because um there was like a a part where Laura Bailey the actress who plays uh is a voice actress for Abby Mm -hmm. uh was kind of crying and talking about like the threats that she got after the game came out and also just about all of the drama that I hadn't remembered about the game getting leaked Oh, I forgot yeah. about the game getting leaked. And yeah. it was really interesting because it was like some person in Nor, like some girl in Norway that was trying to make the game come out faster. So she thought that like if she released it, then it would force their hand to like make it come out fast. I don't know. It was like really oh. kind of messed up. And apparently it was like a fan. And I was like, that's not really what you do as a fan. Like that doesn't sound how, like a fan to me. How much did they release? So they released like cinematics. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was really upsetting because Neil and the team had spent all of this energy. Like keeping um, it hiding, yeah. Keeping it secret. Yeah. They released clips of Abby, and that's when, like, the Abby hate had started. Mm. And then they released uh, the Joel's death um, Oh, like, they released Joel's death cinematic? Yeah. Oh, yike. Oh. And so then everyone was so upset, but it was, like, out of context, right? Like, you're not playing the game. And so it was just really uh, interesting to see like how much that had impacted the studio and like how. Yeah. I mean, I'd be devastated, honestly. Yeah. I don't agree necessarily with the world's most, I don't know. I don't agree necessarily with their marketing plan or style, but I think if I worked there, that would feel really bad. Like I get upset yeah, and worried really when bad. Xbox stuff, you know, I, I just, I don't like it. Yeah. Well, cause it's like, you're releasing these things without the context, right? Yeah. And so then people are just making judgment calls, but they don't have the context. Yeah. And then, and then they won't pick when, up like, the game, but the, they'll still zero star it or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when like the Abby hate like really, really started. And then just how much it affected Laura and how yeah. people were like threatening her son that had been born. Like, oh God, it was just really bad. Um, and it made me sad watching it. Cause she was like crying, talking about it. And I was just like, Bleh. Yeah. And just like how it taught her like how she has to like be removed, right? I mean, yeah. the experience scared her off from doing things like, you know. Yeah. I hope that we've all grown a little bit and that the TV show doesn't end up with the same kind of backlash for the actress. 
But I just imagine that that's probably the scariest thing that can happen to you is somebody that's in the public spotlight, especially if you have a family, because you're not even mm-hmm. risking just your own life, but theirs. So I don't know. People can be freaking scumbags. It's a video game. Like, Jesus Christ. It's also, yeah, it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's a, a video, video game. game. <laughs> like, and then it's, it's like, game. if you don't like it, you don't have to play exactly. it. Exactly. Like, yeah. Just chill out. Like, please have it your really... opinions, but you don't need to harass people. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh. It's really, really insane to me. Um, but anyways, so it was a really good documentary. I'd recommend it. It's called Grounded 2. Mm-hmm. Um, on YouTube. They just released it. So Yeah. Um, cool. All right. So should we pick up where we left off, which is the ending? Yes, the ending and then the very long summaries of Bridget's opinions and Maddie's, of course. But I have many yeah. opinions, so I'm very excited. <laughs> okay. So did, I think we had talked about how Tommy was like, hey, I have a lead on where Abby is and you have to go do it. And then Ellie was like, no. And <laughs> Dina was like, no. And then, and then of course, it's like, like, yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> dude, that was so disappointing. I was just like, dude, Ellie, it's not worth it. It wasn't. And it was like, I understand that that's probably what the game creators are trying to get across. Like, I get mm-hmm. it. And characters don't need to do the thing that's the smart thing otherwise you miss story half the time so like I get it but also I'm just like isn't isn't it this enough you know like can't can't this be enough I don't understand how you could be in that position knowing how awful it was last time having the the girl that you love stand there and beg you not to go and then go anyway it's crazy and like the baby like leaving behind the baby and yeah yeah and like the severe ptsd she was obviously experiencing i'm surprised she got all the way down there surviving you know because if shovel fell and she freaked out so i don't know yeah rough but she does go back because of course she goes back yeah so she heard like, oh, Abby was in Santa Barbara for a bit. Mm-hmm. And Abby had gone to Santa Barbara to try to get get to that firefly place that um, Owen had always talked about yeah. or had talked about towards the end of the Seattle endeavor. And then it cuts to Abby and Lev and you're back with them mm-hmm. in Santa Barbara checking out a house that was theoretically a firefly, used to be a firefly base in Santa Barbara. I would like to brag for a brief moment because when you get inside this house, the thing that the characters are talking about are, ah, this just looks like another abandoned house. And so you're meant to kind of like wander around to figure out how to get, like, are the fireflies even here? And I just want you to know that in my notes, when I walked around, I said, that wall is strangely empty. There is something weird about that wall. And then That's I had to walk all the way around and do other things first. And then finally, Lev was like, I think it's this wall and this cabinet. And I'm like, I know that it was that wall and that cabinet. Yep. I know it. Nobody would put their furniture in that sort of configuration. <laughs> nice. But you do have to move a bookshelf across the wall. And then there is a uh, basement that you can walk down into and you can definitely see a firefly-ish base that had existed there but not for a while yeah not for a while yeah they turn on the power you get to the radio and then you after trying a lot of different frequencies land on one where somebody finally answers you and they tell you that there is a firefly base over on catalina island And there's this domed building. You should head that way. And they're both really excited. You immediately leave the house and get ambushed. When you get ambushed, I wrote down some of the things because I was trying to figure out who the F these people were that were ambushing, which they were clearly the people that were taking her call on the phone. They said things along the lines of like, this is one hell of a catch, huh? And so I actually didn't really know what they meant by that statement. I think now... My guess would be because she's so strong. Yeah, exactly. Um, But at the time, I was like, oh, well, maybe they're people who hated the Fireflies and they want to use her as some sort of collateral. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. But no, they're just slavers, which is excellent. Um, Super sad. Any more thoughts on her section before we jump into Ellie's? Because that's the end. That's like all you get out of that's Abby the and end. Love's that's section. All you get. It's very short. Well, actually, you don't even know that they're slavers at that point. You you just know that they've been captured. 
really sad. In fact, I don't even know that I was sold that Lev was still alive at the end of that scene either, because I think they uh, hit him pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Back to Ellie. Back to Ellie. Yeah. So then you're back to Ellie, and you are in Santa Barbara. Also, dude, I got to be honest, like, it was at this point where I was like, okay, this game could have been shorter. Like, they could have... They could have been a little bit more succinct in this type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was surprised that it was such a, like, it wasn't a long section, but it was like a hefty section in Santa Barbara. Um, it was longer than I think it needed to be. We are there pretty long. Like, we even do things like crawling through houses, fighting kind of strong enemies as you get through. So it was not the world's shortest section. No. Yeah, yeah cuz you're you so essentially you're Ellie, you have the house that that Abby had had the house of, right? The Firefly like house that they were going to check out. Yep. The Constance Avenue or something. And then you're fighting um infected and blah 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 and then you get as Ellie, you get caught up in a trap mm-hmm. that was for infected and you get strung up and then you wake up and it's the same guys that had captured Abby and Lev mm-hmm. and they cut abby down and then there's an infected that also got strung up next to the next to ellie and ellie is kind of like laughing at them and kind of pissing them off yeah definitely yeah provoking them for sure she's she's smart yeah and then you know the guy's like fine i'm gonna make this infected bite you which (laughs) i know know. (laughs) i know i was kind of hoping that they would do it ellie's like, like yeah whatever Yeah. So then, of course, like, he starts dragging Ellie towards the infected. Ellie, like, switcheroos on him. The infected bites her, but then also bites him. So then, of course, like, he's fucking dead. And then she grabs the dude's gun, shoots the fat dude that had captured Abby and Lev, Mm -hmm. and then is like, where's Abby? And then the fat dude, like, oh, like, our base is over there. I'm being honest with you. Abby, like the one with big guns, like she's like built like an ox yeah. or, whatever, or built like me. Yeah. That's what he said. Like built like me. She's she's over there, too. And then Ellie, you know, kills him yeah. and then starts going towards that place. Yeah. And then at this point, I think you had seen on your screen that they were called the Rattlers. If you have subtitles on, <laughs> they already told you oh. the name of the gang because when they spoke, they put like Rattler with the thing. But you also, as you move through the city, see like spray painted snakes, graffiti with uh, Rattler underneath it. So you get the idea that this is a totally different group. And as you start making your way towards, like, the direction, I think he's, like, railroad tracks and, like, a domed building. So as she's, like, repeating that and getting closer, you start to see, like, glimpses of what they do. So they've got, like, talking about people escaping and needing to, like, hunt them down. They are, like, walking people, like, chained together. Like in chains. Yeah. yeah. And they keep capturing and having infected ankle clipped to different locks on different, like different places and i don't know if that's like some form of weird torture if it's when people get bit they chain them up and then let them turn there like i honestly couldn't figure out what they were doing um but clearly they were they just seem generally fucked up they just seem generally fucked up and i for once i i was like a similar to the cannibal section in the first game i was like i will annihilate every single one of you and yes, feel pretty same. good doing it <laughs> I will say that this is when it got more fun for me because I could murder these people with literally no remorse. So I went and I murdered like the entire group. I did not feel bad. Yeah. No. And it was really fun. Uh, There was like, it was really like sneaky. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like one point where they kept walking and I would just stealth kill and then pile the bodies like up in the same spot. I love doing that. That's fun. Yeah. I, I had fun. Uh, I would just, every single time I saw an infected chain up, I would just sneak over there, release them, and then run away. <laughs> and then I would just watch them oh, scream smart. and be chased. I didn't even great. think about releasing them. Yes. I. Oh, that's that's a really good idea. It was really fun because there was one section where um, you had, like, kind of a weird pool area with infected chained up in, like, these two little, like, divots. 
and then houses next to you. And I had, uh, there are a lot of people. So I stealth killed one so that I could crawl over to the first infected and then I unchained it. And then while that one was causing havoc and making everyone chase it, I snuck over and released the other two. So it was, it was pretty fun. I like, I like when they let me sick infected on, uh, other I people. did that with the, um, the train station or the subway, whatever the light rail station. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that too. Yeah. It's just fun. I that really was like a lot it. of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Okay, so then you go into, as Ellie, you go into the basement where um, there's, like, the people who have been, you know, chained up, obviously, and then you release them, right? Because, you know, I mean, I don't think Ellie was necessarily, like, I'm going to release them, but it's just, like, they're there. might as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're there. Um, they release them. They have this, like, little tiff. Where, they're, where she's like, where's Abby? And they tell Ellie that she's at the pillars mm-hmm. on the beach. Yeah. And she's probably not alive still. Mm-hmm. Then you walk towards the beach and then you see a bunch of uh, wooden columns that have been put up and a bunch of people just fucking crucified, crucified on them. Yeah, it was grotesque. And it's really brutal. It's like super, super brutal. And like, it's obviously like the punishment that they give people, right? In this like fucked up community. And I didn't even recognize Abby. Me too. It's it bad. was really sad. It was super sad. So you have to like walk around this place and look at each one before you figure out which one you can interact with. And I found one girl with a braid and I'm like, oh, this is probably Abby. It doesn't really look like her. Then it wasn't her. And Abby was actually the last one I clicked on because she looked so emaciated. The the buffness was Mm -hmm. gone. And that was one of the reasons why I wondered if they made her character so strong. So at the end, you could see her weak and emaciated. And her hair had been chopped off. Chopped off. It was really devastating. It was it was brutal. And this part of the game was so disturbing. It was disturbing. (laughs) It was awful. It was so disturbing. So then, of course, like Ellie cuts her down. Immediately, Abby cuts down Lev, who I also hadn't recognized. Although Lev was already pretty thin, Mm -hmm. it was just that I was like, they they did a good job, I guess, (laughs) making them look like they've spent months not getting fed essentially because it has been months we learned that just a bit ago is that she has been here for months like i can't remember how mm-hmm. many they mentioned like four months four I months think. yeah but that's a lot of muscle mass to lose in four months a lot, that's a lot a lot yeah 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 so then abby's like i don't want to fight you and then ellie's like i can't let you leave and that's I was just like, dude, I know. fucking Ellie, let it go, dude, let it go, bro. I was like, are you really going to do this? My guess is that spending four months in that hellhole was a punishment worse than death for most people. 100%. And so like at this fucking point, just let her fucking go. Like she's paid whatever kind of price that you wanted her to pay like her she 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 survived that you know what I mean just like let her live you're gonna kill her after she survives that like also at this point Lev is like pretty out like out for the count like not conscious Mm -hmm. and there's boats on the beach and so Abby had gone and put Lev in the boat yeah yeah and Ellie makes Abby fight her by threatening Lev which is not cool not cool and then you know what it's really again i was like because i remember that when abby had gotten a hold of dina in the theater abby had said leave her alone she's not part of this yeah and at this point abby said he's not part of this and ellie did not fucking care did not listen at all and so it was just interesting to see the contrast of like how the characters reacted to like Mm -hmm. they're not part of this and like how ellie was just like fuck it whatever like i don't like i don't care doesn't matter Yeah. yeah yeah and then they have a fight that is just so brutal, brutal. and so long and because you're they're like both slicing weak. her open and you're like stabbed so you're both kind of falling over as you punch each other oh god it's just i didn't need it i didn't need this i didn't need it and i i even wrote like i don't even want to play this me, anymore me like i just want this to be over yeah and then ellie starts to drown abby and then at the last minute 
changes her mind and lets her go because she has like a little flashback of Joel being nice or something. What was it? Like playing guitar? I can't remember now, I guess. I remember that it was a flash of Joel. That's all I wrote down. Well, so there was the first flash of Joel that made her be like, you have to fight me, of him, like, dying. Dying, yes, yeah. And and she's like, no, I'm making you fight me. Oh, and then it's on, the second one is him on the porch playing the guitar. Yes, okay, exactly. Yes, so yeah. then she gets, like, a nice, like, yeah. and I think he says something nice of, like, I want you to, to, like, be happy or something like that. I can't remember. It's a nice scene. And then she just decides not to kill Abby, which I think was the right outcome. Like I, yeah, I think I agree. It was the right outcome. I would have been a little also sad if by she... killing Abby, she would have killed Lev. Yes, right, exactly. Like she would have killed them both. The problem that I have with the ending isn't that Abby survived, because I think that at that point, like Jesus Christ, like we shouldn't even been in Santa Barbara, let alone when you cut somebody no. down from like the slave trade to then attempt to fist fight them in the water. Like I just. I guess technically Ellie did save their lives. She did. She way. did actually yeah. save their lives. They would have died there if Ellie hadn't had mm-hmm. this weird need for revenge and then cut him down and let her go. But I feel like I wish I would have seen from Ellie more. Like, I wish I would have seen more doubt about her wanting revenge before that last like five seconds where she changes her mind. Because literally until then, she was stabbed like walking so slowly down to these pillars and chanting Abby Abby on the beach Abby you know like she this she's psycho right now like Ellie is going crazy and so to get this far on pure hatred and then to get so close I was a little surprised by I didn't want her to do it but I didn't want her to be there in the first place I felt a little unsatisfied by the story they told with Ellie but I'm glad that it ended with her not killing Abby because like just Jesus for your humanity you can't do that you just can't you can't do it you know yeah yeah so then it and like the the last scene here that I thought was really uh I thought was going to be the ending but it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't (laughs) was Ellie sitting in the water while Abby like kind of just like ugh while like dejected and stuff while Abby and Lev like boat away Mm -hmm. into the fog Mm -hmm. yeah so then, then there's more scenes. <laughs> Cut to uh, Ellie is back at the farm. Obviously, it's going to be empty, right? Because Dina can't raise a baby by herself right? on a farm. Yeah, in the middle of no fucking where. Yeah. Yeah, no. And Abby is back to the farm with, you know, that same one. And it zooms in and she has lost her fingers because in the fight with Abby, she lost a couple of fingers. Mm-hmm. And this is where I was just like, damn dude they just keep piling the shit on because then ellie goes up into the house it's empty you know it's going to be empty finds a room and then the room is where all of ellie's stuff is so dina had like boxed up ellie's stuff and put it in one of the rooms Mm -hmm. and ellie finds the guitar and then tries to play the guitar but her fingies are missing and so she can't really play anymore either so then it's like she even lost that last connection yeah. with Joel and like playing guitar, yeah. like throughout brutal. this whole thing. It was just so, it was just like hit after hit after hit. Yeah. I was just like, dude, it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. None of it was worth it. None of like, it. None was of it. Worth and I know it. that that was the point of the story, right? Of like going to get revenge just is never worth it. Just like it was never, it wasn't worth it for Abby. Yeah. If Abby had never gone, to go find Joel and kill him. Her friends would be alive. She'd be, like, chilling in Seattle with her friends. And, you know, who knows, right? Yeah. Oh, and then you do get a the last scene is that after the – originally after the fight oh, that Ellie yeah. and Joel had had, when Dina had kissed Ellie, the guy had said something homophobic. Joel defended Ellie. Ellie was like, I don't need your help. And, you know, was kind of being a bitch. And – uh then it cuts to Ellie and Joel. Do you want to talk about it? Because I didn't write a ton of notes. I just said like, oh, this is like a nicer way to like have their last conversation I, be. I did take notes on this one because I thought that it was a really nice little sweet ending scene and also devastating, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, so she goes back to Joel's house after the party 
and he was being really sweet to her. He was pretty much like a, she was like, you shouldn't have done that. And he, he was like, I'm sorry. You know, he, he looks yeah. so depressed. I cannot explain to you the amount of depression in this man's face. And then they start talking instead of, um, the conversation about the, the bigot dude, they swap conversations and start talking about like the secret that he kept, um, about what he did back at the hospital. And Ellie was really upset. She was like, I just wanted it to mean something. And like, then it didn't mean anything. And he like, I wanted my life. Yeah, to mean something. I wanted my life to mean something. And you know what? I don't agree with that statement. This that felt like a retcon to me, too. I, I really wanted like I felt like the first game, the thing that she wanted was her her friends that had died for that to be worth something like Tess and Sam and um, Riley, like the people that had died in order to keep her alive so that she could get there. Like, I thought that that's what she cared about in that, in this moment, they emphasize the fact that she wanted her immunity and her life to like matter, which felt a little different to me, a little different angle, but did it, I don't know. Cause I, I remember in the first one where I actually like, I feel like it really hurt her feelings when Joel said like, Oh, there's dozens of people like you. When, when she was like... You know, that's a reasonable take. I didn't think about that. But anyways, continue. Yeah, no, that that's super that's super interesting. So at that moment, she is talking... She's very angry. Ellie is still very angry. And eventually, Joel finally says the thing that I'm glad that he said, which was like, I would do it all over again. Like, I, mm-hmm. I would save you. He's like, if, if, I, if I could, I would do it all over again. And then they're quiet for like a second. And Ellie's like, well... I don't think I can ever forgive you. And I'm about to die because I'm like, oh my God, he dies tomorrow. And the last thing you're going to say is that. But then she's like, but I'd like to try. And he's like, I'd like that. And it's just, it's, it's really heartbreaking. Honestly, is the only word for it. And then, um, they like part. There's not really anything after that. They say like, I'll see ya. At that point, we flash back to Ellie and she leaves the guitar by the window. And then she just, you see her walking out and away and into the wilderness, and and then that's it. Yep. Yeah. She left the guitar behind. She left so. everything behind, like the record mm-hmm. that her and Dina danced to, like everything. Where do you think she's going? I honestly don't know. I did hear, though, you didn't mention it, so I wasn't sure if people on the internet were lying oh, to yeah, me yeah, yeah. about a third one, maybe, being confirmed in the well, documentary. Um, yeah, so Neil, at the end, said that he thinks there's one more chapter to tell. Okay. But I, it's hard to say what it would be about. Yeah. Well, I Because mean, he, he hasn't confirmed that it's about any of the, like, okay. it could be, like, a different character, right? Yeah, that's fair. I I feel like Ellie's story was a little devastating, and I feel like they wouldn't take her back to Jackson, because I'm assuming that will end up with an Ellie with a little bit of self-hatred now, and I could see that spiraling into, like, I don't deserve to go back to Jackson, because I hurt Dina in the way that I did, and Tommy, and, you know, everybody there. Yeah. And so, I guess... My thought is that she's kind of on her own now and that, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know where that will take her, but I don't think that she's going back to Jackson would be my guess. I don't think so either. Yeah. I want her to go back to Jackson, but I don't think she is. Yeah, I don't think she will. My other thought is maybe she's now going to try to go on a quest to find someone who could, like, and then she'll, like, try to sacrifice herself oh, for, for the immunity. A vaccine. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be a reasonable end to the trilogy because one of the things that they didn't do this game was pretty much address her immunity at all. Like, absolutely nothing. And I was a little surprised that they didn't lean more heavily into a storyline that could have discussed that um, but they avoided it altogether like it was a piece and a flavor it was more that she was she used it to her advantage yes she used to her yeah exactly she used it to her advantage but it wasn't like a main plot point in this one Mm -hmm. like it was in the first one yeah yeah so how do you feel maddie after getting to the end of the game like i have some summary thoughts that i can more concisely put together in my 24 hours of reflection but I'm kind of curious like do you have overall thoughts now that we're at the end of the game yeah I mean I think it was a well done game obviously and Mm -hmm. like a well told story for like the story they were trying to tell which is 
you know, violent, like violence, the cycle of violence, yeah. right? That's kind of the whole, you know, story and like revenge. And I thought they did pretty good. Uh, there was like a few points that I felt could be stronger. Like I thought Lev could have been developed better. Like Lev and Abby's mm-hmm. relationship felt kind of just like out of nowhere. Yeah. And then also like kind of we talked about it the last time with like the doctor and Abby and like that part could have been maybe done a little bit better mm-hmm. I, so I think overall though I, I thought it was really good maybe could have been shorter at the end like I said it was just really brutal it's it just like brutal. super brutal yeah it was really harrowing mm-hmm. and it was really sad to see this character uh Ellie like turn yeah. out like that like have her life turn out like that like that was just really yeah. sad yeah. um because she wasn't like that in the first game right like she was no. really goofy and and really silly and feisty and she like gave up who she was for this revenge quest that didn't really make a ton of sense yeah like oh i read speaking of revenge quests not making sense i read this and it was really really funny apparently so uh bruce daly who is like the co maybe director or creative person or something i can't remember on the first game I found an old article um, where he apparently had mentioned there was supposed to be a revenge plot in the first game, something about like Tess and her brother and like uh, Joel possibly killing Tess's brother to save Ellie and then there being revenge from Tess. Like there was this whole revenge plot line that they had in there. Interesting. And they pulled it. And they pulled it explicitly, like in this quote, because they said that revenge didn't make sense in an apocalypse. Because they're like, in an apocalypse, when every single second is so tough, is so hard, is so much about survival, they couldn't see a reason why you would risk all of that for revenge. Like they were just like, it didn't really make a lot of sense. It was hard to put a motivation that strong behind somebody to be able to make them do it. I thought about that a lot. I think my problem was I loved the idea of this story. And I think it was very much so my vibe. Like the fact that you play the antagonist who becomes a protagonist. I thought that was so, yeah, that was really so interesting. Yeah, cool. And I, I love that kind of story. And I love the idea of going back and forth with the different perspectives. I love the idea of doing the exact same days over, but from like a different mm-hmm. viewpoint. All of those things really vibe with me from like a conceptual standpoint but then I was like I just don't think this is the story that I wanted and I think that's probably like a me problem but like I that's this isn't what I wanted I think what I wanted out of this game was more relationship building like oriented growth with Ellie I don't even know that it had to be with Joel honestly like I feel like a her and Dina game could have been really really nice like in the same way that we got a her and Joel game I would have appreciated a stronger relationship game that had more to do with the immunity aspect of it like maybe this game was the game where they go off and they attempt to make her life create value you know like I I feel like it's just at the end of the day wasn't the story that I wanted to be told for Ellie and I Mm -hmm. like I it's hard I I totally get that the direction that they were going here and I do think that the story is very conceptually interesting Um, and I just think that that's why I've had a bad taste in my mouth for the majority of the game is because it's not what I wanted for Ellie I liked Ellie so much and I just didn't want this I think that's why this game is so polarizing yeah it's not that it's a bad game like it's a very well executed game like super super well executed and that's like what I kind of took away in my 24 hours of thought is I was like I have all of these reasons and I think they just boil down to me being like I didn't want this I just didn't want yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's totally fair. Like you didn't want that for that character. Exactly. That's yeah. just I just didn't want I, it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I I I I completely agree with you. I mean, they ended on such like Last of Us Part 1 mm-hmm. to me ended on such a hopeful note yeah. for her life. Yeah. And then this is such a harrowing like tale of how that turned out, yeah. right? Cuz it ends with her alone, missing fingers. Mm-hmm losing her friends losing her love like yeah and and nowhere to go nowhere to go it's it's and the most tragic of tragedies yeah and then 
Abby's also tragic, right? Yeah. Like it ends with Abby and Lev on the brink of death after being slaves for months, months on end and starved and tortured and then all of her friends are dead like yeah yeah and i i get it like and that if that was the story that they wanted to convey that like violence is only going to end did. in death then they did that they did it yeah yeah no i think they did a good job telling the story that that was obviously the one that they were telling yeah. it's just sad to see that happen and and i do agree with you with like i really am I thought the concept was super interesting and I actually really liked it mm -hmm. of like playing as the antagonist yep. and playing as the like I, I I thought that concept was really interesting. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I I would say that like the twenty four hours helps me appreciate the game a little bit more than just me being upset about where the story took us. But I do think that with some tweaks, because I do think that there are some tweaks that they needed to make for me to really buy into this. Totally. I still don't think that I was sold enough with empathizing with Abby. Like, I, I think that the goal of this, right, is they're challenging you to empathize with this person that you see as evil and a monster, right? Like, the first thing you see is her murdering Joel, and then the second thing you see... Also in a slow way. Like, that was also why it was really way, brutal. With the golf club. Like, it was very, very brutal. Ugh. And for me, like, I was actually really excited after that, knowing that, like, if we have to play her more, I wanted to see how they made me care about her. Like, I was excited about that. And I think I would make tweaks on the different arc that they gave Abby. Like you said, the Yara and Lev storyline needed a little bit more. Like, it wasn't the most believable immediately that she was so close to them. But that was, like, her main thing that made her really positive, right, is that the she was willing with these characters to go save them. And so I wish that they would have done more there with her positives because a lot of the positives they gave her, I actually took notes throughout were really small things you would notice. Like the fact that she's the one who like pets and loves the dogs. And she talks about like when Manny, Manny goes to cut in line for lunch and she's like, don't cut. That's not fair. And then you have like, she wants to, she saw like a library full of books and she's like, I'm going to come back and save these, you know, like they, they give her little things like that, but none of it was enough for me to overcome fully fleshed out mm -hmm. yeah like I wanted them to do more for Abby to make me be like oh oh and then feel like horrible that I felt the hate that I did for Abby and I never had that moment for her and so Not, I, I wish you don't feel more. like horrible yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I mean yeah. like at the end the thing that I felt for Abby was just like sadness I was just like wow mm -hmm. this fucking sucks and I'm like nobody deserved yeah. that you know it's no Honestly, yeah. like, all of her friends and everyone she's loved being killed is, like, pretty much a punishment worse yeah. than death. I mean, absolutely is, And then right? you have like, that if guilt all of my friends died, Yeah. If all of my friends and my partner died, I'd be out. I'd be like, all right, yeah. guess this is it for me. <laughs> I'd be like, I guess we're done You know here. what I mean? I'd be like, I, there's no point. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're done now? Okay. <laughs> and I guess I did have to give Abby Lev because I it would have been unrealistic for Abby to continue with life yeah. if, if, yeah. Yeah. So, but that's a good question though, because at that point, like Ellie is in that spot though, right? She lost everybody. Um, whether they're dead or alive, they don't want her anymore. It, did she wander off into the woods? In a way it's different if, if, if Dina had gotten murdered. I guess though. that's true. You're right. She at least gets to live, but Ellie doesn't yeah. have much to live for right now. No. No. And I think that's why maybe the quest might be like Ellie trying to find a doctor to try to sacrifice herself. Yeah, to get, find meaning somewhere. Maybe. It would be interesting. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like if we don't get a resolution of her immunity, I would be a little disappointed. Like, I want to know. I can't decide if I think it would be a cop-out, though. Or not cop-out. Like, fan service to be like, be and then she saved the world. Yeah. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. I don't know if she has to save the world, though. Like, it could be a little, like, like a little glimpse of hope-ish. Like, she sacrifices herself and they learn a little bit more Yeah, about they it. learn a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we've learned this key thing. We don't have a solution, but maybe we can get there one day. You know? Not like a, yeah. oh, it turns out if you, like, take a tablespoon of Ellie's blood, then you're all good. You know? Like, 
Yeah. I, I think I think there's a middle ground there that still leaves it as maybe they won't actually ever find one, but maybe she gave them a chance kind of thing. But I'd like to see them do it in a way that what wasn't I don't like fan servicey things. That's why I don't like Book Four mm-hmm. of Twilight. <laughs> the fact that that's fan service is because that book is weird. I know, but that's what it was. It was fan service, and I know it. I liked the movie scene where they all fight. That's the best part. Really? I think the best part is when they so- show the CGI baby for the first time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, um, I think those are about all my my thoughts on the ending. I, I very much so have, like, nitpicky things about abby and about ellie but i decided that i don't know that they matter too much i think at the end of the day i just wanted more from ellie and for ellie and i wanted to care about abby more and every single one of my criticisms boils down to that um but i thought that the execution of what i thought wasn't the story i wanted was pretty excellently done like jesus like Mm -hmm. it was pretty pretty excellently done um yeah and i think the fact that you have people still talking about it and upset about it in the way that people are upset means that like they did do something and it might not have been the thing I wanted, but they did, they did a thing and they did it in a way that like impacted people and made them feel emotions, um, mostly sadness and depression, but I felt them very strongly. (laughs) Yeah. From a game mechanic perspective, Mm -hmm. I, I, I know we've kind of sprinkled some stuff throughout, but I guess I wanted to mention that I felt like it wasn't that different from the first one. Mm, I thought that and it was not different. in a like super different. I didn't think it was super. Not it just super. expanded on what existed in the first one to me. Like it yeah. was more stealthy. Yeah, I would agree. And with that. they obviously had like Abby and Ellie feel different, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. And you know, each one had their own weapons mm-hmm. and like upgrade trees. Mm-hmm. But I guess I I guess like. To me, it wasn't like different gameplay necessarily. Okay. It was just like, yeah. I you know. I guess how I saw it was level. They leveled up and did better all of the things that they did in the first game. Like I, it felt yeah. a lot smoother to me, and I had a lot more fun with the gameplay and level design that they had in this one. Like I guess when I, you're right. It's not oh, like I, totally uh, different. It, it just was felt less better. scary, except less scary. for that one section that Abby was in in that building. Yep. That that was the only scary yeah. part for me. Did but that the make first it one worse definitely felt for you more scary? Yes, okay. I I was fucked that building. Okay. I I was so over it. Yeah, <laughs> I I was wondering. I felt like I was just stronger. I was like, look at me. I can make it through the Last of Us, and I'm not scared. Like, look at me. And then you're over here telling me like, no, Bridget, it was just less scary. <laughs> Oh, no, it was less scary overall, for sure, in in my opinion. And the hospital was, like, the only scary part, and Mm -hmm. I was over it at that point. I was like, I hate this. (laughs) This is stressing me out. But you like scary (laughs) things. I would have thought that you wanted it to be more scary. I know. I don't know why I didn't like that section. I think it was more just that... It was right after the building, too, and it just felt too long. Yeah. I think it just felt too long. If it had been just the hospital, maybe I would have felt differently. Yeah. But, like, we had just gone through this entire building that was so long Mm -hmm. and creepy. And then – and I didn't like – they had way more stalkers in this I one. I know, and I hate the stalkers. The I stalkers hate stalkers. Stuff. I hate the stalkers. Oh, they also had a new one, which we didn't talk about, the Shamblers. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I don't know if you ever found in-game lore. I had to read about it out, like on the internet because I never found the notes, but there are apparently notes that say the Shamblers exist, um, which for people, um, Shamblers are kind of like in between clickers and bloaters. They like started... Yeah. growing a bunch of stuff but then they have like a poison gas that they explode but they they apparently are only around Seattle like we only ever saw them in the game around Seattle is because they developed because of the strong humidity and like water conditions of the Seattle mm. environment and so it's supposed to be like a Seattle not Seattle specific but like that environment specific monster um, but I didn't even think they were that hard to fight like those actually were fine to me 
They were fine. Yeah. yeah. It, I just hate the stalkers because you can't listen for them. You can't they're listen. They're too quiet. Yeah. And they're pretty vicious when they get all the way up to you. And you can like hear them scratching and stuff. It's just not my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I was no, glad that they favorite. were so little. In the there was a lot game. of them. I think that was that was my main issue. I think that was like the main That was like the main enemy. Yeah. It was the stalkers. That was the main enemy. Like the clickers. Mm-hmm. I think they realized that the clickers aren't that hard once you know how to like fight them. They're like chump change and so i think they're actually easier than runners because yes. you could just stealth yeah you just walk up to him stab him and then walk away and especially when you have ellie and so i wonder if that's why they leaned because really ellie has the knife yeah because yeah. when you have the knife st- clickers are literally nothing they're blind little things that just like walk in a circle like it's fine yeah yeah but i did really i actually enjoyed playing this one a lot more than the first one but i think that's probably due to the level of scariness and the smoothness of the mechanics um, and i did like the additional stealth the stuff they give us like i like crawling around in the grass <laughs> I yeah that was, fun. that was fun i pulled a U and i stealthed through and like didn't kill people a lot actually I so like I just (laughs) multiple times or multiple times. Like one time I just ran through the middle. (laughs) (laughs) I did that a couple times where I was like, fuck this. Like they caught me and I was like, I guess I'm just running. I was like, (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) There was one. um, I think at some point you have to fight things on a ferry boat um i keep saying ferry yes. boat because that's what they say in Grey's anatomy but now i sound like an idiot because everyone in seattle just calls them fairies fairy. yeah. yeah um but i've been watching so much Grey's anatomy that i keep saying ferry boat it's very upsetting we are fighting on a ferry and there's a door at the other side that we're trying to get through and then a bajillion things all through and so i killed the ones on one side and not the other and then i just ran and i opened it ran. yeah i made it through it was fine yeah i did that too i on that one because there was too many there's too many and i i did want to like find out what happened so i did go to the captain's quarters yes. to read the note yeah. and like the ship log or whatever and then once i read that i just bolted for the other side and climbed climbed up <laughs> and right. over and yeah. there was like they were all crowding below me, and I was <laughs> like, like, bye. <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, one thing that I did miss in this game, and maybe I just didn't catch them all, it felt like a lot of really small, like, mini storylines in the notes, but I didn't get any bigger overarching storylines in the notes like we did from, like, mm-hmm. Frank and Bill from the first game. Or, like, the the underground, the underground school place in the first yeah, one. Yeah, I felt mm-hmm. like the stuff that they had in the environment was not as connected and way smaller. It, it gave you more about, like, lore of Seattle and lore of what was happening there with the factions fighting, but that was really all I noticed. Yeah, same. It, it, there was no storylines that were like it, they they were smaller. Like the fairy one was like very isolated. Yeah. Like you find that uh, some dude had murdered people with a gun, and then you like go to the captain's quarters and figure out what happened. But like it was contained to the fairy, and then everything else that you would find, like some building had like. Yeah a dude having notes and as you climbed up the building he had like different notes like his friends had left him behind and he was like damn it my friends left me because I was sick like that's not fair or they got attacked out there I guess I'm just gonna chill here and like try to figure out how to get power and then once he got to the top he had gotten fried by the generator (laughs) very sad but very like Uh, in case like very small they were very contained Yeah. yeah they were very contained and I don't know. I guess the ones from the first one that were more elongated did stick with me a lot more than in this one. Hillcrest is the one where I'd wondered if there was a bigger storyline, but I found so few notes that I don't know that I captured it. It was... And I wasn't really looking for them that much, you know? So... One last thing that I'll ask you before we close is how hard did you think this game was? Like, difficulty-wise... I played it on easy because I remember the first one I played it on normal Mm -hmm. and then in the first one because I didn't have the remastered and maybe the first one remastered is different but in the first one original once you picked a difficulty you were stuck stuck. and it was like halfway through the game where I was like oh my god I really regret this difficulty yeah yeah because it was really hard and I had to stick with it throughout versus this one I just started at the low like the story driven one because I had that memory of the first one. Yeah. So I will say it like wasn't super challenging to me. There were a few spots that were still like the rat monster. I uh-huh. died a couple of times trying to fight still. Yeah. Um, 
it it did help though for me like it yeah. helped me be a lot enjoy it more I think but but it, I don't know if I'm able to say like the challenge level because of course it felt easier to me but I also played it on the, easy the easier level. difficulty yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense I I had picked normal and I played everything normal except for the Rat King because it was too hard on normal. I was curious your experience mostly because as I was playing through normal, I felt harder than the first game did. Like there were multiple sections. But you played it on easy. But I played it on easy. Exactly. So we switched. Yeah, Yeah. we switched. (laughs) And so I was like, oh my God, was it always this hard? Because when I went to go play it, there were a few uh, instances where I got an auto save in the middle of a battle and I had like two bullets left because you found nothing, absolutely nothing. I had so little ammo and it like in a place that I got caught when that happened, I had like 30 people to get through and like a really small period of time. I couldn't sneak through all of them. Like there was just no way. And mm-hmm. um, I think I spent probably an hour just trying to get myself out of that mess because was, it was that so the Abbey water section like on the island no that one was the first time that you run into the seraphites near the triangle garage and pioneer square because there there, were so many of them and they were really hard to fight they had really good aim they could see you from a million miles away every uh enemy took so many hits to take down before I upgraded my weapons and got like the shotguns and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I was just curious, but you're right. We did flip. So it's hard to compare, but I will say as someone who played on normal, I made it through except for the rat King, which I lowered difficulty for because that was impossible. Yeah, that was really, it was like challenging on easy. On on easy. uh, It was still hard and took forever, but you had enough ammo that you could keep going. The, The reason that I swapped is because they only had like one or two things of like ammo down there and I had like an almost empty flamethrower and like two uh shotgun bullets and I'm like this thing isn't going down there's literally no way that I can kill it I do not have enough like firepower in order to kill this thing so I will say that for folks it was pretty hard but I maybe it's comparable to the first one then and we just flipped it was interesting because they even had like the hardest difficulties, like realistic is what they called it. And it, I'm really curious to huh. see what that means. Huh? Are you going to try? I thought about, no, probably not. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> that sounds like torture to me. <laughs> but I'm just curious, like I might look up a YouTube video of someone playing on that style and see what the difference is. Because maybe the difference is that you just don't engage in combat as much and you just try to sneak yeah. your way past like a bunch of stuff I mean that's really the only way even on normal settings half the time to survive the reason I had Mm -hmm. no bullets is because there was like a stint in Hillcrest where I like I swapped to Chris so he could play because he never got to play the first one either and I was like here just play the section of Hillcrest like I don't really care it's kind of (laughs) boring so he played for part of it but he just he was shooting everything he shot everything and I had no bullets and I gave him crap about it for like the rest of the game because I'm like look at me with my one bullet I used to have eight here but now we have one so that's yeah. funny yeah <laughs> okay do you want to give your rating this one is hard because I did enjoy the gameplay a lot more but I was pretty disappointed all overall and there were a lot of like places in the game where brutality is just not my vibe. Like I just can't, I don't even watch television shows like that. Like I've mentioned American horror story now twice uh, when talking about this game, but in one of the seasons, they are just like brutalizing people um, like slaves. It's in season three. And I just can't watch during those. It's just too much for me. So this was a beautifully crafted game. It was perfection i feel like in many 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 elements like oh my god the music Mm -hmm. and the sound design please god so good i loved the style of the cinematics it was literally like Mm -hmm. uh, an execution of bringing film tv and gaming together and i thought that the gameplay went super super well with it so like it's really hard for me to give it a rating because if I was giving the story content a rating and my overall enjoyability I'd probably say like a three but I would say realistically this is probably more like a four Mm -hmm. because the gameplay was really fun so I will give it a four but that's with the caveat that it's because I thought the gameplay was really really good and I'm disappointed with the story but I thought their execution of it was really well done yeah so that's where I'd end up Four out of five what? Um, four out of five hammers. 
I'll do that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Giant swinging hammers. <laughs> yeah, I also gave it a four out of five. I gave the first one a five out of five, and I do, do still think the first one's better, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's going to be a hot take for anyone. Mm-hmm. I definitely recognize that if I was a critic, I'd probably would give this like a five out of five, right? Yeah. Um, but my feelings about it is is more of a four out of five. So four out of five guitars, I guess. Guitars is I good. really liked that guitar <laughs> mechanic. It, I had a cute. lot of fun with it. And they really with, like, used it to wreck strumming. us at the end. So props to oh, them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really came back. Yeah. Really came back. It was a really brutal story, though. It yeah. brutal. I will. And so, again, like my enjoyment of it was less than the first one. Because in the first one, at least, I was like, fuck these people. I don't feel bad about this. Like, yeah. I don't feel bad about any of this to be honest, versus the only time that I felt I don't feel bad about this. And this one was the ending the with like the slave trade yeah. people. And, and yeah. you're like, fuck these people. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, definitely don't feel bad about this shit. So yeah, it was good. It was a good game. I'm glad that we played it. I'm really interested to see the changes that they make in the show. Me too. I'm actually really excited for the show now. Yeah. yeah, I'm super interested because I, I think that in the first season, they changed some things that made a lot of sense mm-hmm. and some that I w- didn't like as much. Yeah. Um, as an example, I loved the Frank episode in so the good. first season. And so I'm super interested. They just cast Catherine O'Hara. Oh, and people are starting to speculate like what character she's going to play. And I think it might be like the Seraphite. Like, oh, prophet. the prophet. I would love for them to go into more of that story. Right? To, like, yeah. give more depth to that. Because I yeah. didn't care about that whole, like, warring yeah. faction thing in Seattle. Like, it felt stuck on there so that Abby could, like, have some other people to fight. Yeah. 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 So I'm super interested to see, like, the changes that they make. And one of my complaints in the first one is that Joel's a lot less brutal in the first one in in the show because by nature you can't have you can't. one dude fucking annihilate forty people. I definitely get that. Yeah. But it, it's just um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see like what they change. Yeah. I also feel like the way that they told the story in the game could be done really really well with television. Like mm-hmm. I I think that with some tweaks which feel like they make more sense in a television format it would feel really really snappy and really good and Mm -hmm. I think part of the problem that I had with it too and with the brutality of it was because I had to do it I was the one taking the action doing it and so I think I might feel a little bit better being more distanced from it and watching a television show instead of being the person having to press the square to like cave their face in. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I'm actually lo- really looking forward to it. Cause I think that they could do some really fun things with it. And I would like to see if they do things that make me feel a little differently. Um, so we'll see. And I'm curious if they do it the same way that the game did it, where half of the show is going to mm-hmm. be from Ellie's and then it's going to switch. Yeah. And then at the end, it's going to come back together. Like, I'm curious if they're going to do that. Or the other approach is that you spend time with both yeah. each episode. Exactly. Right? And like intersperse. Yeah. And I will say that I hope um, we talked about it briefly the last time. But I will say that I hope that they overlap more. Yes. Because there's moments where I was like, there's one moment where you're Ellie and you're like sneaking through the woods and the Seraphites are hanging people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is like, and then when I was playing Abby's section, I was like, oh, was that Abby (gasps) maybe? But it wasn't because then like you could go up and kill them. So like it wasn't that, but like maybe they could have done more of that where it's like, you know, more overlapping and like, oh, wow, like, you know that Ellie is like a couple blocks away right now, right? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, so I just wish there was more yeah. of it weaving throughout versus it really only felt like it weaved together at the very end. Like, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Totally. Okay, I was trying to think if there's any other, like, audience I would recommend it to. I think if you played and loved the first one, I would recommend playing this one. You still should play it, and it's definitely divisive, but you should still play it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you like sneaking games, I thought that the sneak mechanics are really good. This one was very sneaky. Really Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Cool. All right. We finished. I think we're at about an hour, which is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For for a part two. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs)
Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you liked it, don't forget to subscribe and rate it. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Baddie Breakdowns and visit our website, baddiebreakdowns.com, made by Bridget Keen. The podcast art was done by Tanisha Murnikar and it was edited by me. Although I might ask Bridget to edit this one, the part two. Are you going to be off doing Maybe. shenanigans? Or you just want to break? No, I just because I, I just... <laughs> I might want a break. <laughs> you can have a break. I'm happy to do it. Because <laughs> the first one that I'm going to have to edit today is two hours. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> Join us next time to hear us two baddies break down Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. I am so happy that the sequel finally came out. And I'm happy that you get to experience Turnip Boy, which you've already started doing. So Yes, I already started playing it. And it's really interesting because I did not play the first one. So. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing some of the jokes. Ooh, interesting. I mean, the first one is like, I think it's pretty cheap. I can't remember. 14 bucks. I thought about buying it. We'll see. We'll see. I might. <laughs> It'll be a lot lighter than the content that we went through uh, for Last of Us. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Veggieville is the town that we're in. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Bye.